0: Entrepreneur on Fire, 1,026.
1: He held his my hand on his deathbed and he looked me in the eye and he said, Son, I've been a fool.
0: Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire, where I chat with amazing entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you ready to rock your own webinar? Visit thewebinarcourse.com and sign up for our free 10-day webinar course today. Ignite. Wish you had an extra hand when it comes to growing your business. Today you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash fire. Again, ziprecruiter.com. Get a business phone number that works as hard as you do. Go to evoice.com slash fire for a special extended 60 day trial. Visit evoice.com slash fire to get your special offer. Light that spark, Fire Nation. Johnny Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Derry Thuellen-Davies. Derry, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely,
1: my friend. Good to go.
0: Derry, a.k.a. The Strategy Man, is a speaker, entrepreneur, author, and global adventurer. Having run 20 businesses, he advised over 270 and spoken to thousands. There is no coincidence in the lessons anymore. He is fresh back from Everest, having survived the catastrophic earthquake with a new profound meaning for life. So, Derry, take a minute, fill in some of the blanks from that intro, and then give us a little glimpse into your personal life. When I first started out in this whole
1: game, I built the wrong businesses, um, and I got trapped in some businesses, and I didn't connect exit some businesses. So, and, and equally, I lost my lifestyle, lost my health, and, and lost a lot of the spirits along the way. And now I'm all about living a full, adventurous life. Now, that's in business as well as personal. I just happen to be, for me, the adventure is the real stuff in that it is climbing the highest mountains in the world and running across deserts and some of that crazy stuff. But the message is not that, because that would be nuts. The message is more around... <laughs> Whatever we're building in business, we're actually building it for life, um, and it's it's that mix and that blend of business and adventure, business and life that that where this is all about. And it's it's for me, it's about living fully with no regrets and going out, you know, having lived this life to the max.
0: I think it's critical that us as entrepreneurs, we really look at this as the long game, Fire Nation. This is a marathon that we are on. It's not a sprint. You know, we're looking five, 10, 15 years down the road and just saying, hey, does this feel like the right path? And of course, we can adjust, pivot, and iterate along the way, but let's continue to take that pulse and look at it with that long game in mind. And Derry, you could say a lot of things in answer to this next question, but I'm kind of curious. If you're at a networking party and someone walks up to you and says, what exactly do you do? How do you answer in 10 seconds?
1: I help entrepreneurs build the right business because most of them are building the wrong business, Uh, a business that doesn't trap them and a business that can long game, which is exactly to your point, John, Um, and also a business that allows them to live a magnificent life of great adventure, whatever those adventures may be.
0: Love it. So what I want to do right now, Derry, is talk about your entrepreneurial origin story, meaning how'd you come to do what you're doing today right now? So just take us right back to what you were doing right before you made this entrepreneurial transition and tell us that story.
1: I came out of the corporate game. Um, I kind of I was sold the Duff's <laughs> the Duff story of job for life back in the late '90s, and kind of got trapped into the corporate game. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I kind of I did like it partly, and then the soul got destroyed over the years. But you know, fast forward into my 20s, there was a pivotal moment I was in the rat race. Um, I'd lost my, a lot of my health, lost a lot of my spirit, and lost a lot of my soul along the way, and I was looking for that meaning out. And what was that all about? Uh, and to be frank, I was a coward in those days. I didn't take the jump lightly. And the big pivotal moment for me, which transitioned me into the entrepreneurial world, was my father dying. Um, it was uh, several things happened at the same time, but the death of my father happened really, really fast. Uh, And God rest his soul, he held his, my hand on his deathbed and he looked me in the eye and he said, Son, I've been a fool. Um, I never lived life, I, and I'm going out with regret. Oh man, you know that just you know for, you know. I think for, for everyone, you know, you look up to your father. Your father's a pivotal mo- figure in your life, and to have your father admit that he's actually wasted his life and that he's going out with the regrets and he never fulfilled his dreams. For me, that was that was it. That was the the pivotal point. That that was I was going to live this life full out, no regrets, full tilt, all areas, and that's where I transitioned to the entrepreneurial game. Um, And, you know, absolutely no regrets. Now, I think, John, you've been around the block a few times, and the first few years are brutal. Um, Brutal. (laughs) That is just – I don't don't many people tell you that piece. Uh, They certainly didn't tell me at the time. And the the journey went through. You know, I built a number of my own businesses, and seven out of the first 14 didn't go so good. (laughs) Uh, And (laughs) It's just the way of the the game of life. And I think those are those moments you talk about, John, when you say – actually, you, you, it's the long game. You're yes. going to have to try something. And do you know what? That might not work out. And my original career plan, my entrepreneurial plan, that went about 15 years ago. I'm on a completely <laughs> different path now and have been on several. Um, and where I am today, what, what happened was people started to ask me to advise them on their businesses because I built my own. Now, I was not planning on that in any way, shape, or form. Suddenly, I was advising, and I still advise to this day, between 40 and 50 boards um, around the strategy and international expansion, raising capital, mergers. I then took this onto the stages um, through business plans. I hate business plans. So I decided to get the whole of the strategy onto a single page. Um, that's how I run all my businesses, off one page, because let's just face it, um, <laughs> people hate writing business plans. And and from that, just has been an evolution over the last decade through digital, life. Uh, events retreats and now into accreditation um, for, for coaches consultants mentors globally so it's been a journey um, and I have to say strategy for me which is a big part of what I do it's just changing so fast John you know to your point you're going to lay a strategy down I can tell you it'll be changed in 12 months time right because of the speed out there right now and that's why we have to be agile as entrepreneurs and we're in the most exciting time in entrepreneurial history right now and uh um, and me and you were both in the middle of it and i love it i yeah. just love this space right now it's just amazing
0: yeah and Jerry, i want to jump in here because what i think is so critical for people to understand is that because of how quickly things are changing therein lies the opportunity fire nation and this is what's so exciting is that there's no more of these kind of trench warfare where like just because someone started first they win no it's like we're pushing the reset button every six months on almost every single industry in this entrepreneurial world, which means that you can step in fresh with a new idea and perspective and the desire to work hard and you can rise to the top quickly. So that's exciting that you can really make that happen. And one thing I want to touch on as well, Derry, before we move on is, you know, it's so powerful to have your father say that to you. And for me, when I read the book, you know, the 10 biggest regrets of the dying, that was the number one biggest regret was that people on their deathbed said, I regret not living the life that I chose. Instead, letting outside influences, who, to be honest, didn't really care that much about, you know, decisions that I made, but they just wanted to be influencers. You know, I listened to them. I didn't listen to myself. So Fire Nation... Let's make this happen now, you know, not on your deathbed. And Derry, just real quick, because I want to move on to some more stories, but give us a breakdown in just a couple sentences of how you're currently generating revenue.
1: So I speak a lot internationally. It's a big part of what I do. I love, I love because I can spread the message much wider on stages globally. Um, digital backends, we make a um, big part of our revenues now moving digital. So we have online academies, um, the webinar sequences, you know, full uh, product funnels. Um, and uh, now accreditation, we now have a band of uh, one-to-one. We're kind of redefining the industry. I'm trying to <clears throat> What I'm really excited about is redefining the business advice space, uh, particularly in Europe right now where we're creating a blend of coach, consultant, and mentors because I believe in the small business space. <laughs> and that's where I think, and you are it, John. You are a living, breathing version of this where you have the coaching ability, you the empathetic skills, you are an expert in your own space, you have the consulting ability, but more importantly, you're a mentor because you've been there and done that. And that's the kind of breed we're trying to bring to the marketplace on a one-to-one basis because I still think a lot of the the entrepreneurs out there still require the one-to-one support, you know, that hand-holding and that specificity to them personally. So uh, we, we, we blend, we've got revenues blended across four different companies.
0: Love it in Fire Nation. I mean, that's the world that we're living in right now. We're on the cusp of iteration, the cusp of change. You know, just get on board and kind of see where this 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 goes. It's it's a fun place. And Daria, I want to tell another story. And I and I want you to kind of step up here and, and take us back to what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moments of all time. So take us to that moment. I want to be there with you and share that story.
1: The most brutal time for me goes back to 2008. Now, anyone that was in business in 2008 kind of probably is aware of what's coming next. Um, I certainly was, uh, you know, I was, I was right in the middle of the game, I did a lot of property deals and a lot of land stuff going on in some sub-companies at that point, point. Um, and we were clever in that we'd actually cashed out in 2007, spotted the crash of the, the properties and, ca- and then stepped back in after it crashed, so theoretically, we were strategically brilliant at the time. <laughs> Now, what that meant to me was I had actually wrapped a lot of my identity up around wealth. Um, I'd wrapped a lot of my identity up around cash and cash flow, um, that my ego was running high at that point in my life, uh, and a lot of my, my self-worth, my self-value to an extent was actually positioned on my balance sheets. Mm. Now, what that happened in 2008? I was on one of my adventures, um, actually climbing Denali. Um or I think you guys call it Mount McKinley. Yes, uh, it's the highest mountain in North America. You guys know how to do mountains over there. It's brutal. You know, it's one of the most brutal mountains in the world. On the in Alaska, on the on the, cusp of the Arctic Circle, one of the most dangerous mountains in, on Earth. Um, and I was up there at 8,000 feet. And this was the moment which you know kind of changed my destiny forever, because. I knew on that mountain that I was facing bankruptcy back home. Mm. The businesses were collapsing. The debts were going to be called in. Uh, the banks were collapsing all around us. We were in an unprecedented moment in history. And we didn't know what was going on. Now, in hindsight, we can look back and understand that now. But at the time, it was just huge failure. That's what it felt like, huge failure. I just failed a summit bid. We'd gone for summit. It's the first summit bid I'd ever failed on. Um, I knew he died on that summit bit. It was a brutal day on the mountain. And I literally sat there and I was done and I was spent. And I was looking down. and I remember just being on the, the ridge on the edge, looking over with my boot hanging over the edge and ready to take that step. Wow. If I could have taken that step, there was 3,000 feet down and it would have been all over. Because in that moment, John, I was worth more dead than alive. Yeah. Because I had life insurance. My life insurance policies would have paid out. My family would have been sorted. I had a young child at the time, and my parents were dependent on me. Um, and it was that come home and face, you know, failure, um, financial ruin, bankruptcy, um, or take one step, no one would know, and my family would be protected. And that was the moment, you know, and that was a moment that will live with me forever. Um, and the only thing that pulled me back was the my daughter's face. I had a little baby. She was eighteen months old time. And that was the only thing that pulled me back because I realized, you know, my daughter would grow up not knowing her daddy and not knowing what her daddy stood for. Um, And suddenly I realized what this game was all about, John. Suddenly I realized, and a mentor told me many years before and I hadn't listened. He said, Derry, wealth is what you have when all your money is taken away. True wealth. And in that moment in time, I realized that the true wealth was the love I had around me the health I had, my experiences, my family, my friends. That's where true wealth lies. Money's just a tool. Money's just an energy. Um, and thankfully, I'm here. I didn't take that step. But when I came back, I did walk back into bankruptcy in 2008. But I walked back into bankruptcy with a smile on my face. At that point, I changed my entire cash and I've changed my entire view on what wealth truly was and that's a big part of what I do today uh, and it's dialing in the cash piece in business is helping people understand it because it's one of the biggest stresses for most people out there we wrap our whole identities up around it and it's complete bull because it, it's, it's life is way more than the cash life and wealth is and the depth of wealth is what we have when all of that's
0: taken away. Wealth is what you have when all the money is taken away. I mean, Fire Nation, those words need to be permeating your soul because it's so true. We need to look past the dollars and the cents. And are we creating true wealth? True wealth in our lives. And that's when all the money's taken away. So I love that phrase. I love that message. And Jerry, I want to shift now. I mean, that was a shocking aha moment with your feet dangling over an edge 3,000 feet below. You're worth more dead than alive. You had this aha moment about what true wealth was. And you've had a lot of these aha moments, but I really want you to tell us another story. This one's going to be an epiphany, a light bulb that went on at some point in your entrepreneurial journey, separate from this last story that you really think is going to resonate with our listeners. So take us to that moment and tell us that story.
1: Well, this is kind of hot off the press because this one comes cool. really from Everest. Um, I think that this is, this is a this is a world first year for Fire Nation. Um, just back from Everest. Now, I think I- I'm pretty sure you guys must have spotted the global news on the earthquake that happened on Everest. Yeah. Um, for those who haven't, then you know, uh, Everest and the Nepal region was hit by one of the most brutal earthquakes in history at an 8.1 magnitude. Uh, and I was at six and a half thousand meters on the North Cole, um, still going for a summit bid when it happened. Wow. Now that, that changes, that's an aha moment in many, many ways. But, what happened next was the real aha moment for me, John, because having experienced the earthquake and then many hours later, fully understanding the impact of the thousands of people that were dying in one of the worst disasters in history twice. And i was still going for something. There was still no stopping me. Um, at that point, I kind of, I had to reflect on that because I'm like, why on earth would I do this? <laughs> because it's, you are looking death in the eye. Um, And I realized it came all the way back full circle to that moment when I looked my father in the eye and decided I was going to go out with no regrets. Yeah. And I looked back on all my businesses. And thankfully, we didn't go for summit. The Chinese authorities shut the mountain down, so we were physically evacuated. But I was ready and completely 100% committed to my vision and my dream, and no earthquake was going to stop. And that is how committed I think we need to be as entrepreneurs to our ultimate vision and ultimate destinies, is that absolutely groundbreaking, non-stopping commitment to the end result. And by the way, it's a long play as well. And and more importantly, I was ready. There was 10,000 hours had gone into Everest. I was there. I was ready. And it's being ready at all times. And more importantly, I knew that if I went for summit that day and it went against us and I died on that mountain... I know that I can actually look my maker in the eye knowing that i had gone out full out. I know I was full tilt. I was living my life fully. I built the right businesses, and I was proud of what I'd done. I couldn't have done that 10 years ago. So when my father said that to me, John, I couldn't look him in the eye because I knew I wasn't living that. And it's taken me a decade to work that, to build the right business to build the right life to live full out in all areas including adventure and it's just a really beautiful moment for me to be able to say 10 years of architecture 10 years of work ten thousand hours and i'm i was ready um and i know i could go out with no regrets
0: Derry, your story brings me to the hip-hop preacher and he does this great spiel about you know how you take somebody out into the ocean they're standing like at their shoulders in the in the water splashing over them and then you, know, you take their shoulders and you just hold them underwater and they, they can't breathe. They're about to drown. You let them up and you kind of ask them, you know, like what was the one thing you cared about when you were underwater? And they're like, well, all I cared about was, was breathing. And, and then, you know, they say, well, listen, when you want to succeed as bad as you wanted to breathe while you were underwater, nothing's going to stop you. And that's to me what your story says is that when you were just that 100% committed, to achieving that goal and that light bulb went off that that was exactly what was going to make sure that you did accomplish that goal there was no stopping you and fire nation we all have that within us it's just a mindset shift that we have to take like when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe when you're drowning how how can you be stopped and the answer is you can so I love that and Derry what I want you to share with us right now is what's the one thing that has you most fired up today?
1: just empowering this next generation. We are on this beautiful, most exciting time in entrepreneurial history, and entrepreneurs need to to have the right people having their backs right now to take them to the next level.
0: God, I love that. And Fire Nation, if that doesn't get you just fired up, I mean, that's why we're doing this. That's why you're listening to this show. That's why you're taking that leap and surrounding yourself with the right people. And Fire Nation, we are about to enter the lightning round. But before we get there, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. One of the great advantages of being an entrepreneur is having the flexibility to create your own schedule and not be chained to a desk all day. When you need to take a meeting across town, take a client to lunch or see your child's play at school, you can. That's why eVoice is such an important business tool for entrepreneurs. It acts like a receptionist, but it's an automated phone system that answers your calls professionally and works with a phone you already use. So now you can be away from your office and have peace of mind knowing that evoice is handling your calls whenever you need to focus on other aspects of your life or business. You'll also get access to an incredible set of phone features like voicemails transcribed into text messages, conferencing, dial by name directory, and much more. Want to try it for yourself? Go to evoice.com/slash fire for your special extended 60-day free trial. Fire Nation, this is a special offer for our listeners, so visit evoice.com slash fire today that's evoice.com slash fire ah summertime what could be better how about some more free time thanks to the systems you put in place in your business or maybe more time to work on your business instead of in your business because you started growing your team sounds pretty great right But where do you start when it comes to hiring your team? How do you ensure you're finding quality candidates? With ZipRecruiter.com. Check this out. With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 100 plus job sites with a single click. Then all you have to do is sit back and watch brand new qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface from over 4 million resumes. And all this happens within 24 hours. ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses for good reason. And they're ready to help connect you with qualified candidates too. Today, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Go to slash fire. That's slash fire. One more time to try ZipRecruiter for free. Go to slash fire. Dairy, are you prepared for the lightning rounds?
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm ready, babe. <laughs> <mate>. I'm ready. <laughs>
0: what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Fear. For me, it was always fear and I think it was, I was sold the old dream of job for life um, and was scared of, of getting out of the, all my friends and family were committed to the, um, the old life and, I, and it was fear of the unknown for me.
0: What is the best advice you've ever received?
1: My dad on his deathbed telling me that he'd been a fool and I should live my life with no regrets.
0: What's a personal habit that you believe contributes to your success?
1: First things first, you know, get the big done first thing in the morning. You know, don't open your email box. Don't open your social accounts. Get the big stuff done first.
0: I love that. Brian Tracy, eat that frog, Fire Nation. (laughs) Do you have an internet resource like Evernote Dairy that you can share with our audience?
1: Uh, I'm using OmniFocus, O-M-N-I Focus. Focus. Uh, It just helps me dial in my entire life and businesses and orchestrate it fully. Uh, beautiful tool, uh, great. It's beyond to-do and all the rest of it. It literally allows you to orchestrate all the areas of your life.
0: If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why?
1: I love Brendan's work and his most recent work, The Motivation Manifesto. I just love what he's done with that. Uh, he's really basically dialed in um, all of the lessons, the great lessons, and put it in an older style and a timeless style. He hasn't dumbed anything down in it. Uh, and there's just absolute gems in that book. I love Brendan's work.
0: Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I teamed up with audiobooks, and if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Derry, this next question is the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: I would raise capital. I love cash. is a big part of what I do in raising capital. And with a laptop, I don't. I wouldn't even need the 500 bucks. I just need a laptop. <laughs> I, I'd spend the 500 bucks on coffee and food. But uh, the laptop, I could actually set up a crowdfund and raise right now for cash.
0: Boom. Derry, I want to end today on fire. So share one party piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: Make sure you build the right business. Um, and live a magnificent life alongside it. It doesn't have to be two different things. Um and uh, and go out with no regrets. Build your business with no regrets and build your life with no regrets. And anybody who wants to get a hold of me, if you go to BGI, Bravo Golf Indico Strategy dot com
0: fire nation you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with and you've been hanging out with Derry and jld today so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com just type Derry d-e-r-i in the search bar his show notes page will pop right up with everything that we've been talking about today and dairy i want to thank you for sharing your journey with fire nation today for that we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side thanks john Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on Entrepreneur on Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, as well as killer resources, gifts, and so much more. Are you prepared to podcast? Visit freepodcastcourse.com and sign up for our free 15-day podcast course today. Have an inspired day and ignite.